When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? How we doing, Dave? Doing well, doing well. In pure football mood, which is a glorious, glorious feeling. Definitely. Definitely from the listens and the views in the last week, I can definitely tell Gator Nation is uh, is ready for some football as well, so. But uh, yeah, we got some good stuff to talk about. I think with fall camp uh, certainly, and it's kind of kind of his groove right now. We got the first scrimmage coming up this week. Uh, kind of been talking about that basically since SEC Media Days. Kind of putting that timeline on that first scrimmage for Billy Napier to name a starting quarterback, which we all expect to be Graham Mertz. But uh, we'll get that this week, and hopefully, hopefully we get a lot of good intel uh, from the scrimmage. The uh, practice notes have not been as in-depth, you know, besides what the open portion has been. Uh, so I don't know if that's by design. Um, I've heard a little bit here and there, but nothing like I heard last year as far as um, as much content coming out of, uh, you know, kind of the – the private intel of uh, what's going on at practice. And maybe we'll get some more out of the scrimmage. Maybe some more eyeballs will be in there, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll be sure to uh, share some in here uh, on the discord when I can, but uh, it's the, uh, I think you guys have probably noticed too, there, there hasn't been a whole lot of uh, insider notes coming from practice so far in the week and a half. They've been out there on the field. But I do think we are getting more. We got the open practice on Saturday, so I think you know that 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 helps a whole lot of it because <laughs> uh, that's a lot more than we got last year uh, this time. And they've been doing a pretty good job of putting some videos out there too uh, of themselves. I know everybody got it. We're recording this on Tuesday. Uh, a lot of people were getting excited about that Eugene Wilson uh, little montage of plays that he made. Uh, I guess it would have been they released it on Monday, so maybe the Sunday evening practice uh, with Billy Napier, of course, kind of mentioned him saying, yeah, he kind of really broke out uh, there on that Sunday evening. So we saw a lot of use of him on Saturday in the open portion or in the open practice. And then in the scrimmage or not scrimmage, the Sunday night practice, uh, they put that video out on Monday and we saw some things there with Eugene Wilson. So I know Will and I went big time in depth on it Monday night on Gators Breakdown, but I think um, I think we're all getting kind of excited for that for that trio of freshmen right there. But you guys can hop on in. We can discuss that. Um, you know, one more thing I kind of wanted to talk about, and I don't know if it's me. Um, I don't. I don't think I usually do this. I don't get caught up in it too much, but it you probably can hear it in my voice on the episodes the last couple of weeks. I'm I'm getting a little more optimistic uh about this season. I, I'm 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 usually got my mind made up by the time fall camp starts, and fall camp doesn't usually sway my mind one way or another, but uh 
maybe maybe I'm getting wrapped up in it a little bit uh, of what we're hearing. I, I'm a, I'm a believer in in Mertz is probably better than maybe I originally thought. I don't necessarily know what that equates to, uh, but I do feel better about it. And I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to go out there and you know win a Heisman and go out there and lead Florida to ten and two. But I do think it will be adequate uh, play there. Uh, by Graham Mertz and then uh, you know these young receivers we're talking about. I think the receivers, uh, somebody like Marcus Burke can kind of step up too. And I do think this defense takes a big improvement. So you know I'm uh, kind of teetering on that seven and five, but I might lean eight and four uh, right now. I got another couple of weeks before I kind of got to make that. But uh, um, I usually have my mind made up by now. But I'm still I'm still kind of wavering a little bit. I, I just I, I like what I'm hearing right now. So I don't know if you guys feel it too. Uh, are you a little more optimistic than you were coming out of spring, maybe just a, even a couple of weeks ago before fall camp started? Uh, I know I've tried not to get wrapped up in the excitement of the season coming and then that kind of setting and changing expectations. Uh, but uh, I have found myself right there. Yeah. Yeah, Dave, um, just seeing the practice, you know, on, on Saturday, it it, uh, it really got my confidence going because uh, I can see why, you know, they didn't take any receivers in the transfer portal. It's like, you know, just seeing how, how good those freshmen played, not, yeah, it was Saturday. Uh, just like, just the the amount of like, how, how good I feel like that D-line is going to be. It's like that D-line, I, I, that first time D-line, Move, I feel they're going to be earth movers. I don't know how anybody's going to move them off the ball. Just they look even better than they did in the spring. Yeah, that group that you know, that going back a week ago, uh, I, I kind of made my spiel about this defense, and it's really because of what how good I think Florida will be up front and how deep they'll be up front. We heard Armstrong on the Florida Media Day kind of go up to name by name, or Billy Napier. Uh, this you know, a couple of days ago saying, hey, look, we're bigger, faster, stronger, deeper up front, you know, than, than on defense than we have been. And uh, I just, I don't, it's not lip service. Now, hopefully that equates to a lot more, a lot better play there, uh, but it's not lip service. They, they, they are bigger, faster, stronger, deeper. Uh, what does that mean uh, in, in terms of everything? It should mean this defense is better, but we know how hard the schedule is at the same time. Uh, but I, I, I do think uh, this defense is better. Uh, it won't look uh, – I don't think there will be gaps of play where an opposing offense just continues to take advantage of a, uh, of a defense. I think they're going to they're gonna make some plays. I really do they're going to make some plays. They're going to be a tougher out than they have been. Uh, that may not equate, equate to more wins. It may just equate to closer ball games. And, you know, you got an offense, you got some complimentary football that comes into play as well. But – I do. I, I, I'm confident that that side of the ball is going to be better. Anybody else want to hop in? I think I think I've been more confident about this team than like the general, you know, public for lack of a better word for a, a while now. I just feel like. You know, as talented as Anthony was, there were so many games where he didn't necessarily lose it. Um, but, you know, there were simple throws that he didn't make that I feel like Graham's going to be able to make. That combined with the run game, feels like we're going to be better at receiver, improved depth along the defensive line, Corey Raymond in control um, of both the back, of the defensive backs and the safeties. No more, you know, maybe less blown coverages like 
so many in the Tennessee game. I don't know. I'm just I'm just more confident. I, I think I probably started around seven and five, but I mean, I think eight and four is very doable. And I, I do not think that, you know, nine and three is out of the question. It just depends on how we start the year. If you start the year with a big win against Utah and the things that I just said are true, then I start feeling better about games like, you know, Tennessee, Arkansas, you know, maybe, you know, a, a trap game like Missouri, South Carolina, Kentucky games like that. Yeah, going back to the quarterback, it's something I've brought up before, too. Look, I, I don't think Graham Mertz is going to be the, the excitement of Anthony Richardson, but Billy Napier may be able to call a better game because he knows what he's going to get from his quarterback. You know, it, there won't be that high-high, there won't be that low-low. I think you know, there'll be, there'll be a, a level of consistency uh, right there from the quarterback position, and that may help the coaching staff uh, a bit more. You know, maybe not quite as good as the quarterback as Anthony Richardson, but if the staff knows what they're going to get, they can help build a game plan. They can better build a game plan uh, around Graham Mertz and around this running game. And, I mean, not to take too much from what we've kind of seen some recent videos, and something I definitely wanted to bring up today is, I mean, an open uh, in the open portion of practice today, I mean, are we going to get a little more creative on offense? I mean, you do see some receivers uh, in the backfield running, you know, running routes from the backfield. You know, Ricky Pearsall in the backfield running a route, uh, you know, from, from the backfield as a receiver. Uh, Eugene Wilson doing the same thing. They're with the running backs uh, doing the same thing. And, uh, hey, look, I, 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 let me uh, pull it up. There was a good conversation on uh, running back passing game uh, there for, uh, for, for for the Gators and Billy Napier. And will they be more involved in the passing game this year? And I found some interesting stats. Uh, that, that they, I, I, I came into the conversation – um, kind of late, um, but somebody had brought up a good point of, you know, Anthony Richardson being the quarterback there for the Gators and how that may be, you know, limited um, the, the, the running back passing game uh, and maybe even more athletic quarterback limiting the running back passing game. And some interesting stats that I found, if I go back to Billy Napier, so in his first season, you know, but this is before Levi Lewis took over. I didn't get the name of the quarterback, but I know it was more of a pocket passer, Billy Napier's first year there at Louisiana. Um, he had two running backs, Trey Ragus and Ragas and Elijah Mitchell. Ragas had 25 receptions as a running back in 2018. Elijah Mitchell had 20. So between the top two running backs, there were 45 receptions. And you go back to Billy Napier's first year at Florida, Montreal Johnson had 12, Trevor Etienne had nine. So there were about 20, well over 20 more in his first season at Utah or at, at Louisiana than his first season at Florida. But then Levi Lewis started in 2019. You got that more athletic quarterback. You got that more running quarterback. And you started, you know, it was nowhere near what it was in 2018. Um, between three guys, uh, it, it added up to just 26 for the top three running backs, having 26 receptions in 2019, once Levi Lewis took over. Uh, in 2020, uh, you had uh, Elijah Mitchell had 16, Chris Smith had 16, Rigas had nine. Uh, so even that COVID year, it, it crept back up a little bit. But in 2021, Imani Bailey with 15, Chris Smith with 14, Montreal Johnson had six in his freshman year at Louisiana. Still, you know, not necessarily really matching what they did in, in, in Billy Napier's first year in 18 with his top two having 25 and 20. You know, Johnson and ETN last year had 12 and 9. So uh, I thought it was, you know, pretty interesting there that maybe, maybe now going back to more of a pocket passer, 
uh, you do open up the running back passing game more so with Montreal Johnson, Trevor Etienne this year, and also maybe as we saw it today in some of that open portion of practice, I believe it was that Goodall who put, put the videos up. You have Pierre Saul, Eugene Wilson in the backfield running routes from the backfield. So let them maybe even trying to get a little more creative uh, in the backfield by either motioning receivers back there, or they're going to be lined up beside the quarterback and, and getting some guys, the ball out of the backfield through the passing game. Yeah. Dave, Dave does that, uh, does that remind you of Debo Samuel at all? Cause <laughs> I mean, if you're going to compare Napier's offense to what Kyle Shanahan's doing in San Francisco, I always point out, like, Shanahan has Kittle and Debo to play with, and Napier didn't have that. Ooh, man, you give me anything close to that. I mean, maybe I still I, – I, my excitement level will keep going up. Yeah. Yeah, but also, I mean um... – well, McCaffrey's there now too, right? He went to San Francisco last year, and you know, so of course, you know, maybe you know, expanding that offense a bit. Yeah, I mean, the, the, their whole offense, like the whole scheme of the offense, right, is built around you're going to be able to get unique one-on-ones for people at these different positions. I, I mean, I, look, I hate to hate on last year's roster as much as I probably do, but you didn't have a ton of guys who can win one-on-ones. You had Pearsall when he was healthy. You had etn you know at times um, but that was it and if you if you're able to free up a bunch of guys now like these incoming freshmen i, I think the things people hate about napier's scheme will look a lot nicer i also just think and i hate i don't want to seem like an anthony richardson hater because i'm not i just feel like he missed a lot of those throws i mean i feel like there were a couple of games where there were just running backs in the flats and checkdowns running wide open first downs and sometimes more that he just wouldn't get there in his progressions which when you've got a guy like that you go one two run but at the same time when you've got a guy like Trevor Etienne who can make somebody miss running free in the flat you you want to hit him when there's nothing there downfield I feel like Anthony you know I, I don't know if it was a playbook thing or what just never really felt like he got there in, in his progressions and even like on those little quick screens it felt like a lot of those balls were low high didn't lead them forward had them kind of turning around to catch it so you lose momentum and in the quick screen game like that, you know, you only have so long for those blocks because those receivers don't block very much. So um, I just feel like if, if we can – if Mertz can be more accurate, which, you know, I'm not saying that he's not going to make the game-changing plays that Anthony made like in that LSU game, but if he can just be more accurate in the quick game, I feel like that's going to make a huge difference, especially when, you know, our two best offensive players are the running backs. Yeah, I thought we saw a little bit of that Saturday where I think there are going to be a lot of plays designed just to really quickly get the ball out of Mert's hands. And um, now I know we've discussed it too, and I know, you know Ocho in here, o- Ocho Gringo, and you guys have kind of you know maybe chronicled his offensive line talk, but I really kind of agree with it that we may see a more quick passing game this year while – there, there are probably one of the biggest questions on this offense are, you know, the pass blocking. Uh, well, once again, it was, you know, very uh, – not a lot of confidence coming from it in the spring game. Uh, last year, you were kind of able to get bailed out by Anthony Richardson in that regard a little bit last year. So, um, there, I think, you know, if this – I'm sure the staff sees it as well and all these quick screens and all these quick passes and flares that we're going to see with, with Wilson and these running backs, that's probably going to be a little bit more just to help Graham Mertz out too and, and help this offensive line out uh, you know, where they don't have to block as long. So if, you, if you've got the guys that can win the one-on-one battles, can make something happen after the catch, I mean, they, they, that, that, the, the options there, they, as going back to the, just a second ago, they didn't have a lot of those options last year. You know, I was kind of 
Now, I'm, I'm not going to say disappointed at Ricky Pearsall, but just kind of disappointed that we didn't see a lot of the screen passes to him that I saw at Arizona State and a lot of the slants that I saw at Arizona State where there was a lot of catch and run by Ricky Pearsall. We didn't see that a whole lot. You know, when he would get thrown at over the middle, the pass would be a yard behind him and he'd have to slow down or he'd have to turn to catch it and lose his momentum. Uh, so, you, like I said, it wasn't all him either. But uh, and I don't mean to make this sound like an Anthony Richardson bash machine either. I, I, I thought he did a lot of good last year for Florida too. And this is thinking about maybe where this offense can kind of take off from that point. And, and I do think, you know, a more accurate quarterback can help these receivers. A more quick passing, passing game can help these, this offensive line and, and quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, 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 the way this team is constructed a bit, I, I think it's going to look a bit different. And, you know, you got Utah coming up game one, a uh, new quarterback. And I thought that was a benefit last year of playing Utah. I don't think they knew kind of what to expect from Billy Napier and Anthony Richardson and this offense. And, you know, if that game had been played later in the season, I don't, I'm not sure if Florida wins it, but I do think they had that element of surprise a little bit last year uh, in game one. And I think they may have it again this year. Like, we, we know what Utah is going to do. Utah is going to run this pretty much the same thing they did last year. Uh, you, a lot of that talent returns, quarterback returns, Brent Keithy at tight end returns. Um, but we know what Utah is going to do. They haven't really changed their whole style too much anyway. But a lot of the change on, on Florida and a lot of all this change we're talking about, I think we're going to see it game one because it, it, it is so much different than what we saw last year. And that element of surprise may help Florida get another upset win. Yeah, Dave, just to piggyback a lot off what you guys have said already, um, I, I definitely think uh, that Florida, even if the offensive line's you know, good this year, I still think we needed that added element of the quick game because as, as much speed as we have and everything and space, especially Eugene Wilson and all these guys, like, you, need, you need a quick game. It's like that could, you know, move the chains a little bit, get you five yards, so it sets you up, you know, in a, in a second and three or so, or, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there were more times, too. I think it can get a little more creative. You know, there were a lot of times when you could tell the third down play call was to get in fourth and short, and they didn't necessarily get in that in fourth and short as they wanted to. <laughs> but, so I, I think even in extending, extending that a little bit as well, I do think, uh, yeah, you're right. There, there are just certain just in, in, in general plays that I think, you know, the speed on the field can help and uh, the way you play call uh, and the way you maybe you know, change your game plan compared to last year. Uh, can, can, can really help this uh, coaching staff and this offense. Dave, do you feel better about the Utah game this year than you did last year? Ooh, that is a good question. Uh, Man. That, ooh. I do. Oh, <laughs> wow. You got me with that one. That is, a, that is a good one. This has been a preview of a Gators Breakdown Plus members chat. You can take part in chats like these by joining Gators Breakdown Plus starting at $3 a month. Link is in the description, and you get access to all these features. You get these extra episodes. You get access to the Discord server where you get to have text chats. It takes part in chats like these as well. Hey, another big bonus, ad-free Gators Breakdown episodes, Q&As, giveaways, custom shout-outs, all that at Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description. Come join us.